You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Dana. I'm Clint. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar there is. And we have a motion on the floor to change the title and content of this podcast to speak about golf. That's um, that's accurate. The Masters is on begins on Thursday. It's the only sporting event that you should care about. If we must talk about the University of Georgia, I will let you know that um, the squad this year features five returning contributors, led by sophomore point guard Severe Wheeler there we go. and um, Christian Brown. Tumani Kamara also coming Tumani, back played a strong role on last year's team. So. Um, uh, it's a, it's a solid building block. A lot of new faces again for Tom Crean and the boys. Um, and then other than that, we'll be talking about Tiger's chances in a, uh, in a weird November masters club. Yep. That's pretty much sums up all my hopes and desires and dreams for this podcast. Daniel, I don't see why we need to talk about anything else. Oh, wait. Oh, Oh, did something happen over the weekend? No. Okay. Well, uh, hey, if you're a degenerate like Daniel and I who cheer for the University of Georgia football team, glad you're here. Uh, yeah. Don't bucket alone. There's a rule with no, buckets. That's don't right. bucket alone. And this that's is what right. we're here to do. Friends he don't let I'm, friends don't let friends bucket alone. That's that's exactly right. Somebody put that on a t-shirt. Um, he or is don't. Daniel. Or don't, please don't. Please I ran, don't. I, I couldn't even afford to buy one. I spent all my money betting on Georgia to cover this weekend. So that's that ain't great. So like we were saying, if you're a degenerate like Daniel and I, cheer for University of Georgia football. Glad you're here. He is Daniel. I am Clint. This is Locked On Podcast. We have Locked On Bulldogs, your team every day, uh, sadly, right now. And uh, we are not fans. Or we are fans, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, you may have just, for, you may have just let it. Let the cat out of the bag there. Oh, dear. Oh, no. no. We are not gurus or insiders. But we are are fans, and that's why we made this podcast. We want your fandom to increase. So Dan and I got two mics and wanted to talk about fan things. So we are not insiders, gurus, Daniel, by any stretch of the imagination. That's right. For fans, by fans. Um, This is part of what it means to be a fan. You uh, feel miserable. You question why it is that you ever chose to start watching football in the first place. You don't need this anxiety. You don't need this stress. You don't need to waste your whole Saturday if you're feeling miserable. Um, just watching a bunch of 18 to 22-year-olds run around on the grass for four hours and having it ruin your entire month. Uh, but yet, here we are, Georgia fans. That's what we call ourselves. Uh, if you're a Georgia fan, then this is the podcast for you. As Clint said, not insiders, gurus. We are not here to break down all of the crystal balls of more five stars that will come to our program and not make a lick of difference in terms of the overall quality of our team. Uh, instead, we are just here to talk the way that fans talk. Um, and so, if you're a Georgia fan want to join in the conversation, you can email us at LockedIn, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at DogsPodcast. Um, uh, many of you... Uh, do both of those things each and every week. Um, we're here to to moan and complain and uh, listen yeah. to your uh, listen to your moaning and complaining with you. Uh, so feel free to do that. Um, uh, if you like the show, 
Um, uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you're new to the show, subscribe. As Clint mentioned, we are here five days a week. I don't know what the heck we're going to do for five days we'll, a week. We'll figure something we'll, out. I'm sure we'll figure something out. We got we'll, some good... We got Twitter some good, machine is going to be up and We'll get some good suggestions. Yeah, we'll open up the mailbag <laughs> and we'll basically just talk about whatever random crap you guys want to talk about. Uh, so... We are here five days a week, so uh, subscribe to the show. Get it downloaded straight to your phone every single day. Yeah. Clint, the the M-Dubs, the executive producer, intern, Candy Striper, Sherpa, Michael's pre-production sheet is um, it's very uh, informative, but it's oh, not wow. entirely specific as to what we're supposed to talk about today, and I don't know... That it's safe for any of the families no. listening. Look, I don't want to put an explicit tag on this podcast. Like, that's not something I want to be about. So yeah. Asher will be listening to this. So we're going to try to, Michael, we're not going to be able to say any of these I things that you I wrote down here. That third word, I don't even know what that is. I, <laughs> no. I had to Urban Dictionary that one. Yeah. Yeah. We're not familiar with some of this and we don't want to be. So, Clint, um, I mean, what are we supposed to do now? Okay. What, here's, what, are, here's we, what, what are we supposed to do now? now? Uh, I think here's how the segments are going to go. First, we're going to give initial feelings about the game and the game flow, how it went. Uh, next, we're going to talk about all the horridness of three particular positions, Daniel. You can guess them right now. If you're listening to this podcast and Dan to say there are three people or people groups that we want to talk okay. about. Yeah. Y- you know what the three are. Like you're, you're guessing. You them do. Right go now. with your gut. Go, go with your gut. You won't be uh, wrong. <laughs> You won't be wrong. The first one begins with a quarter and ends with a disgusting. Mm-hmm. So there's yep. that. The second group, position, whole team, let's just cut it off and see what else happens, is called the defense that supposedly, from what I understand about footballing, is is out there to stop the other team from progressing down the field, is what I've been told. Oh, is it that they don't want them to progress? They down don't the field? want them to go down the field. That's right. And the last one is going to be the man in the visor with the headset, still jumping a vertical leap of thirty-six inches, but mm-hmm. not calling particularly good scenarios. And that's one mm-hmm. Kirby Smart. So we're going to get to those things. But Daniel, just first and foremost, uh, this is let's let's not sugarcoat this. Let's not try to do anything other than say this is a black eye, a scaly, disgusting wart. A horrid prepubescent pimple on the stain that is UGA football. This last weekend was the worst game I have ever watched UGA play. Every time you lose to Florida, it's the worst game that um, you, you've ever witnessed. And so that is uh, that is not an exaggeration. That is a helpful, descriptive um, way to process this game. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 incredibly disappointing, and it's incredibly disappointing for several different reasons. Um, namely, the season is over. This is the season's over. Don't don't at it. me with bulls. Don't ask me with how we're going to win the games. Don't at me with we can go ahead and play spoil. There's nothing that matters anymore. The season's gone, guys. Yeah, and I mean, look, I'm not saying that the players should quit on the season or no. that, I mean, I saw somebody somebody out there on Twitter talking about how we should decline a bowl game and not go to a bowl, like, come on, Stop. come on now, stop, stop, please. Um, that, I'm not saying any of that, but as a fan, 
you know, we're, I mean, we're still going to watch the team. We're still going to follow sure. along, obviously, but the season's over. And so, I mean, on the one hand, are we going to have a lot less stress in our lives than we did for the previous six weeks? Yes, we are. We stress free so, living at this so point. So much. Uh, and yet, um, not worth it. Not even no. for a second because I, I, everything meaningful that we were hoping to play for, not only now will we not play for it, Clint. Correct. But we will watch Florida play for it. That's, yep. that's the thing that you really have to have to be able to swallow coming I, out I, of this game. And if you can swallow it, I don't want to talk to you. Mm, please. Because I can't do it. This was what the game, I said this to somebody this morning, Daniel. Uh, this was the band-aid that I needed to understand and come to terms with. This game showed me something. Uh, we were a, a 86 continental put held together with duct tape and bailing wire Mm -hmm. trying to get trying to go on a road trip and before we got too far down the road about midway through the car just came to an utter shambling ruin and it helps me because you because you know what you know i get to say now let's not go on the road trip like let's just go ahead leave this on the side of the road let's just don't don't, let's just don't let's take an uber to the the airport go somewhere else uh, this team was uh, a failure to begin with, as we came to understand. What came to light on Saturday was that we were inherently dysfunctional and, at so many core elements. And we and didn't we've know been, it. For two seasons now, y'all, I mean, three seasons, really, we've been trying to make excuses and tell ourselves that this was not what we were watching, like what we were Correct. seeing on the field. That we were making excuses for why we lost to South Carolina, why we couldn't score any points against Kentucky for multiple seasons now, why LSU was blowing us out, why uh, multiple times in the last three years LSU has blown us out, um, why Alabama takes us to the woodshed every single time that we play. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Look, I don't know how much we're going to get to on today's show. I don't know how much we're going to get to uh, throughout the rest of the week. But let me just tell you this, Clint, and and I, it needs to be said. You're not okay. going to want to hear it, but I'm going to but say it, needs it anyway. To be said. Right? PSA. Okay. Um. Not only was Kyle Trask the better quarterback on Saturday. <laughs> Kyle Trask is better than any quarterback uh-huh. that has started a game for the University of Georgia. Since Matt Stafford. Anyone uh, arguing out there? I, I'm not anybody, hearing anybody. Anybody raising a hand? In the, no? Okay. No. Well, okay. that tells you all we need to know about life right there. That's Listen, you got to call it what it is. Kyle Trask lit us up on Saturday. We could do nothing to nothing. stop him. Nothing. Uh, and no one has been more critical of Kyle Trask than this podcast. Uh, let the record show that I would trade him for any quarterback to start a game for Georgia in the last 10 years. Like, look what, look what you've done to us. This like, is this where is just... we are. And I'm telling you, tell me the quarterback that you, I mean, it just, uh, it's sad. It's disgusting. 
And um, I guess next segment we we got to pick up there. We got to get into the quarterback. Thing. We start with we got to get into exactly right. the quarterback. All right, let's let's do uh, it before before we do that. Clint, sometimes you just need to chill. Yeah, I think that time is. You know what? I think it's we've been now. doing this ad read for for a couple weeks now, and I think I finally understand what it is that we're trying to say. Sometimes. Uh, you just need to chill. And when you just need to chill, the case of beer that we reach for, uh, the palette of beer yes. that we reach for is uh, Coors Light. It is literally the beer that is made to chill. It is cold packaged, cold filtered, cold lagered. Um, it's as crisp and refreshing as the actual Colorado Rocky Mountains. Not the Rocky Mountains that are in any other state, only the ones that are in Colorado, which we all know are the most crisp and refreshing Rocky Mountains that there are. Uh, Coors Light uh, is what you need when you need to hit the reset button on your week, um, when there's too many obligations, when there's too much going on, and you just need a moment to chill. Um, uh, reach for the beer. That is literally made to chill. Get Coors Light in its new look can delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. So, Daniel, the quarterback situation, uh, we have been making excuses for this position for years. We've been Mm -hmm. watching it mishandled. We've been watching talent come in, talent leave. We've been watching no talent come in. We've Mm -hmm. been watching mediocre talent go ahead and try to fraudulently tell us. By the way, right now, Jimmy C., I'm sorry, you were actually making diamonds out of coal. I had no idea, Jimmy C. Wow. I thought, I thought... Praising Kyle Trask was going to be the most controversial thing that was said on this podcast in Turns in out. a month. Turns, Turns out Clint waited about a minute and a half, and he came out and said, Jimmy C., you all right. I don't know if I can stomach that, but I'm too sick to even try to argue, so I'm not. No. I'm just going to let no. it go. The whole thing is gross. Uh, the quarterback uh, situation is disgusting. It's, oh, it's it's absolutely putrid. Let's explain to the people who don't have eyeballs what it is that's going on. Uh, okay. Stetson Bennett is not good at quarterback. No, I'm sorry. Stetson Bennett is not good. Okay. I mean, he might be good at chess. He might be good at dancing. Daniel, the very first thing that popped in my head when you said he might be good, I was like, oh, chess. And you just threw that <laughs> yep. out there. That's so fantastic. there you go. Um, he might be good at any number of things. He's not good at quarterback. Nope. Um, so naturally, we all clamored for Dewan Mathis. Oh, didn't we? Did hey hey Dewan defender? Didn't you? What's up? Didn't you? Weren't you just mm. hooping and hollering for Dewan Mathis? He's and not before, good either. Before you go down to that, well, the game was in a different situation. The game was out of hand. You can't expect to kick. No, 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 no. He came in at a time that he could have showed something, could have made something, could have progressed the ball down the field, could have. I, this is, I'm not saying this was ever in my thought that could have happened, but no, logically, logistically, it was there. It was there to make points to go ahead and come back and make a game of it. Okay. We scored a touch, we scored a touchdown. He had a run. Yes. He hit a wide open Kiaris Jackson over the middle. Sure. He missed a wide open 
Darnell Washington. He overthrew some deep balls by 50, 70 yards. I don't know how far he threw the ball, but it was, he threw it out of the back of the end zone at one point. Like these, these shots that we were taking down the field weren't even remotely close. They, they did not resemble even suspicious to accurate throws. Um, he Turns looked when he was completely the game up. Yeah, he looked completely rattled in every phase of the game. Every phase of the game. Dwan Mathis is not somebody that knows how to quarterback as well. Sesson Bennett does not know how to quarterback as well. The quarterback position. Uh, hey, JT Daniels, I don't know. I don't know like, what's going on, but you must be so bad. Okay, we're gonna get to Kirby in a second. We're gonna sure, get to we're gonna sure. get to Kirby. It might be tomorrow. Don't worry about that. It might be tomorrow, but we're going to get to Kirby. Kirby, we're coming. For um, you, hold that seat. I have been, I have been holding Daniel back. Okay? It's coming now. Told. It's coming. You no longer have a defender. It's we coming for you, Kirby. We're coming. But I'm not sitting here and telling you that. I I honestly believe J T. Daniels is that bad. Like he's that ill-equipped to play quarterback right now. Ill-equipped to take a snap, Daniel. How bad must he be if this is who we're trotting out there? Florida's defense, Clint. They're not good. They looked all world against every single thing. Schematically, uh, getting after the quarterback, rattling the quarterback, breaking up passes, not watching balls sail everywhere. This was not a game where the defense did anything to us. We made them look like all-stars because our quarterbacks couldn't do anything right the entire game. The offense scored 14 points. Now, I know you're saying to yourself, no, they didn't. The offense scored 21 points. No, they didn't. Zamir White scored seven points. There you go. On one play. It was basically a kick return for a touchdown. That's essentially what it was. It was a an incredible run, a run we've been waiting for for years, and we finally got. It was a missed assignment, a bad uh, route taken by the safety, and Zamir White made him pay. He looked explosive. He looked amazing. Mm-hmm. That's whatever. I wish we could talk about it, but we can't. Nope. That was not the offense. The offense did not score those points. We didn't move the ball. We didn't drive. We didn't get first downs. We didn't do the next anything. Five drives after that were punt, 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 punt. No, the next oh, drive after that. The next drive after that, we scored a touchdown. We threw a touchdown pass to Marcus Roseman. It was the first sure. seven points the offense scored, and then we punted one hundred thousand times in a row. And then Dewan Mathis came in and led us to one touchdown drive amidst the several drives that he had. Stetson Bennett, one touchdown drive. Uh, Dewan Mathis, one touchdown drive. That's The offense put up that against yep. this Florida defense. Mm-hmm. Was it the cool. receiver's fault, Clint? Nope. Was it the offensive line's fault? Uh, they played fine. Was it the running back's fault? Nope. Was it the play calling's fault? Uh, again, on record, Todd Munkin, stay here as long as you want. Stay here as long as you want. We may have an opening. <laughs> we, we may. Okay, that's too far. But I just. Wow. By the way, three of the most controversial takes that we said on this pod. We yep. are now Trask, okay. Jimmy C, and Fire Kirby. Great. We're, we're on a roll. 
The problem is the Yahoo Georgia fans that are listening to this podcast hated the first two, but they loved that last one. They loved that last one. That Didn't last they? one yeah. got them fired up. Fire Kirby. Okay. Um, the quarterback play sucks so bad, Clint. It's n- we can't defend it any longer. There's nothing it's to the, defend. It's the worst. It is the worst position group in the entire SEC. If you put a reasonable quarterback on this team, we would be just fine. My God, Clint, if you put a good quarterback on this team, don't even, don't even. I. Why do we not have a good quarterback? You may be asking yourself. Well, well we'll be getting to that. Looks looks to be probably on Tuesday's show. Let's talk. This is not the offense we need to talk about, Clint. I hate that the quarterback play was so bad because we should not be talking about the offense. We should be talking about the other side of the ball, and we will get to that uh, when we come back from this. We will, but first, Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar that you will ever have in your entire life. Built Bar is high in protein, low in sugar, uh, high in fiber. It is the Protein bar, Daniel and I go to. Tastiest thing that we've ever put in our mouths that was called a protein bar. It's not gross. It's not crunchy. It's not disgusting. It is delectable. Go to builtbar.com, type in the promo code locked on, and you're going to go ahead and get 20% off. Locked on gets 20% off at builtbar.com. And you know what? Just for hahas, put in the comments section, got any coolers left? Just send me a cooler. Daniel and Clint said, Daniel and Clint sent me here to get. To get a cooler. Do you have the cooler? Uh, that's builtbar.com. Locked on gets you 20% off your order. The tastiest protein bar that there is. Clint, I texted you as this game was beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot less text messages get sent, by the way, just to peek behind the curtain. A lot less text messages get sent in a loss than they do in a win. Daniel and I, the two losses, we have predicted with uncanny accuracy the moment that the that the percentage chart goes downhill to the loss section, and that's when the texting stops. We it will just, both say, uh, we're losing this by 20, uh, which is what Daniel said this time. Mm-hmm. Auburn, uh, Alabama game, it was when we got the PI call in the back of the end zone. I texted Daniel said, game over, like, turn out the lights, I'll see you later, and texting stopped after that. There's no reason. But at the beginning of the game, I texted you, Clint, and I said, we need this number of points to win this game. Do you remember the number of points that I said? 27. We need 27 points to win this game, I said. I thought we would hold them to 20, maybe 21, maybe 24. But I said, if we score 27 points, we will win this game. Clint, question. Yep. How many points did we score? I think we scored. Wait a second. Uh, is this is this one of those trick things where it's like the we're breaking it down by offense or defense? Is, is it's this like, not. No, just the how many just, points were next to our ledger at the end okay. of the game. I think it was more than 27, Daniel. It's 28. It's 28 points. Oh. Okay. Clint, the quarterback play was the worst thing we saw on the field. Unequivocally. But was it the quarterback's fault that we lost the game? Nope. No. Clint, I was erasing 
last week's sheet when we came on before we recorded the pre-production the, the sheet, sheet is the is the pre the, yeah we look yeah, at the it, pre-production sheet the executive producer intern Michael's sheet I was erasing last week's sheet it's broken up by days it's a nice little yeah. Excel spreadsheet it's broken up by days by segments and last Monday segment two of the podcast what's written on the sheet is mm-hmm. this defense is elite <laughs> but. I'm still not happy. I need to amend a yeah, statement. Let's go ahead and edit that. Okay. This defense is not elite. Nope. They're just not elite. And now, do before, not, Georgia fan. Yep. Do not. Don't talk to me about the injuries. Please yeah, okay, don't. Look, before we go down this road. Did we have devastating injuries from key contributors? Yep. Fact. Yep. 100% fact. Did those injuries stop the rest of the guys from performing? Nope. Okay. And were those other guys that came in, Daniel, were they touted, highly acclaimed, highly recruited, and fought after players that were supposed to be out there? We said we can go... 22 deep. We said we'll take our twos against anybody. We mm-hmm. said the SEC's never seen a defense like this before with its depth of 25, 26 guys rolling in. That's what mm-hmm. we said before. So the injuries. So don't to talk top, to me about the four guys that were out. Don't, don't do it. None of them played corner. Oh, Not one of dear them goodness. played corner. I, to be fair, I don't think anybody played corner. So Nope. No one played corner. Okay. Daniel, what? if I if I was to divide the field into sections, yeah, to the left of the hash, oh, sure, the center, mm-hmm. and to the right of the hash, mm-hmm. where were the big plays and the big yardage that Kyle Trask mopped us up on? Where were they thrown? Well, um, they were everywhere, but my Lord in heaven, when the running back came out of the backfield. And went streaking down the sideline. Our linebackers, by the way, were any linebackers hurt in this game? Not a one. They any, all played. No, did they all play? Now, were any linebackers injured during the game even? They finished the game. Okay. There was their pride injured during the game because it should have been. A lot of bruised egos. Uh, Monty Rice, what is happening? Nicobe Dean, who are you? The we couldn't cover a running back running a wheel route to save our life. And this and this is where I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to do it again, Clint. Mm, this one's worse. This one's worse. Hot takes coming. Dan Mullen out schemed. The entire UGA defense, and it wasn't close. I was waiting for this one. I was saving this one in my back pocket as the worst thing that I've said today. Because if you want to know what Dan Mullen did, here's what he did. And I saw the entire game. You load up one side of the formation with all sorts of whatchamajiggies and who's and what's it's. Mm-hmm. And you just 
okay. Then you take one guy, you put him out on the other side of the formation, and Kyle Trask just looks and says, "Are they confused with all the whatchamajiggies over here, or do can I just toss it up on the other side and have him win a one-on-one battle?" And it turns out Kyle Trask could do whatever he wanted, either because on either one because on the other side that you that you put three or four de- uh, receivers on the defenders, we we one of defending. them is streaking wide open down the field, St- second and twenty-six. Second and twenty six. Still streaking wide open. Okay, so that's happening. That's happening on the side with all uh-huh. the motion and all the confusion. The other side, Kyle uh-huh. Trask just wanted to say, "I don't know. How about I just? How about I just have some fun and see what they come down with?" It's just anyone against Tyson Campbell. I'll take anyone in sure. that matchup. Sure. Tyreek Stevenson, just fall down and hope they don't catch it. That's that's that- the plan. Oh, that doesn't seem like a plan so much, Daniel. No, it's no. not. It's really Dan more Mullen, of a recipe of for getting torched. Dan Mullen went ahead and on this particular Saturday made Kirby Smart and Dan Lanning his little kids. And it's so awful. I never thought I'd be saying that. And here the reality of the situation is. That's, that is what it is. That is what happened. On Saturday, and I just, I'm telling you, I don't, don't talk to me about three starters being out. Nope. And that's why you gave up 38 points in the first half, Clint. They who got the ball? 30- f- who got the ball first in the first half, by the way? Oh, oh we, wait did. A second. Uh-huh. we did. We did. And we gave up 38 points in the That's first right. half. Uh, they went on, what is it, like a 35-7 run at one point? Like, yeah, and, I guess. And that I think that, that's the only included. And the seven was the, the Stokes pick six. Correct. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, this defense is, uh, they got some soul searching to do. They, it's ugly. You, Intern Michael recommended that we look into a candle. Nay, I'm shipping nah. all my candles to the defensive locker room and saying, you all look into these. You got to figure some things out because... Um, you have Gary Danielson using the term modern day football so many times by being beat by the likes of Alabama and Florida. It almost makes me want to like him because he's he's saying things that we're all thinking. Because clearly he knows something that somebody doesn't know. There we go. Join us tomorrow on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast as we get into ultimately where the responsibility lies for this game. Uh, When you make all the money, then you get lots of credit and you take the blame and Heavy is the crown. Uh, that's right. Uh, so we'll talk about Kirby Smart. We will talk about um, some other monstrosities from this game, uh, and we'll and we'll look ahead and see if there's anything that we take moving forward. Where do we go next? What is it that we are hoping to see uh, coming up for the dogs? So join us tomorrow. Uh, and every day for the rest of the week locked on bulldogs and we'll talk to you guys then see ya